Welcome back to Big Lezzers League in all rugby league experience. Welcome back to the drawing board as well. It's been a while since we've done a podcast for the drawing board. I think it's been a week, maybe even two weeks. I might have missed two weeks in a row of the drawing board. It hasn't really been around for a long time, but you know it's going to be a frequent thing and it's going to be a frequent thing on the podcast as well. So don't stress, uh, the drawing board will be a weekly segment. Obviously last week just was not in the studio, did not have enough time. Um, there was a lot of excuses there, but we won't won't get into all of those. Uh, we're on for this week. We are on for this week. And look, it is looking rough at the moment for Supercoach and NRL Fantasy. We're going through a bit of a rough patch. Um, obviously, didn't take Payne Haas out of the Supercoach side uh, and had an absolute shocker there. Again, busy. Um, I did, if we'd, nearly forgot to put my tips in too. Um Last week, lucky someone reminded me. I had an absolute shocker there, but uh, we move on. We digress. We're going to go into the drawing board for Magic Round. Super keen. Hopefully, the Magic Round uh, spell works on me and uh, we get a good week of Supercoach and NRL Fantasy. So, looking back... For Supercoach in round nine, we got 857, which is fucking disgusting for Supercoach. Uh, we got 854 NRL Fantasy, which was better than we got last week. But again, uh, not the best score. But, you know, as I said um, to a few people that were asking me about NRL Fantasy and Supercoach differences, um, it, there are a few differences in there. There are a few differences between uh, the scoring, most mostly between NRL Fantasy and Supercoach. And, um, you know, eight. 50 isn't the worst score for NRL Fantasy. I don't think people really understand that. I mean, getting a 1,000 in NRL Fantasy is quite rare, and you'd have to be quite good to get a 1,000 each week consistently for NRL Fantasy. Over a 1,000 as well, uh, you'd have to be pretty damn good to get that for Fantasy. Whereas in Supercoach, uh, you know, it's expected that you get around a 1,000, around 1,200, uh, you know, to be in the top echelon of players for uh, NRL Supercoach. But in Supercoach, 8.57, shit ass. Fantasy, 8.50, shit ass. Um, and we've had a bit of a stepping stone as well. Had Marzu in the fantasy side. I uh, traded him in last week. Realized that now the Knights have a buy, so that was pretty poor form from myself. But it has, you know, brought upon us an opportunity to get an absolute gold nugget in Joseph Manu. So what I've done is... I've used all three trades this week and, you know, I'm the king of wasting all my trades at the start of the season, but I'm planning to have a week where I'm holding or a few weeks where I just hold and that's when I get a really good consistent um, high score for NRL Fantasy, but we found a pretty decent um, loophole here, I would call it, for NRL Fantasy. So what I've done, uh, the trading block this week for NRL Fantasy, Marzu is out, Ray Stone is out, and Ethan Bullymore is out. Ray Stone's been getting injured too much and, you know, very um, light in terms of my bench as well. You know, some of the players, uh, I have weeks where only three players on my bench are playing and it's pretty poor form for NRL Fantasy. And it's been because Ray Stone has been injured now. I thought that he was going to be uh, a real fantasy snag. And, you know, in a top form season for Ray Stone, he probably could be. Um, But, you know, he has been injured quite a bit. He has been suspended, I think, once this year as well. Um, So Ray Stone is out. Marzu, as I said, the buy. And obviously seeing an opportunity to get Joseph Marnie. We'll talk about that in a second. 
Uh, and Ethan Bullymore, look, I didn't. I thought that he was going to be a bit more of a snag as well. The average was saying snag, snag, snag. Uh, but I've absolutely killed it here with getting these guys into my team. Now, for Jackson Ford, the spell of him, I guess, four super coaches dying and dying well. But for NRL Fantasy, he's still scoring around 40, 50 points per game, which for NRL Fantasy, as I said, the scoring's Really, really different. Uh, for NRL Fantasy, that is not too bad at all. So taking him uh, for Ethan Bullimore. Jackson Ford for Ethan Bullimore. Happy with that one. Uh, Jared Croker for Ray Stone. Now, you know, people are going to say, you know, Jared Croker could be out of the side in the next few weeks when Xavier Savage gets the crack at fullback again. Uh, but yeah, look, I think it's a temporary one if I can hold him for the next few weeks and save up some dough to get uh, another good player on my bench. I would say that Jared Croker is sort of a temporary buy, but, you know, if he does stay into the side, um, you know, for the rest of the year for the Raiders, which I don't know how likely that is, and I hope that Jared Croker stays in the side for the rest of the year. That's what we all hope, uh, and Raiders fans especially, I think, would hope that Jared Croker stays in the team for the rest of the season. Uh, if he does, you know, I probably will keep him there, to be honest. He's playing center, starting center, playing the full 80 minutes. I mean, you know, he can have big games uh, for this Raiders team, and, you know, grabbing those extra 27, 37 points per game, which I'm not too fussed about. So, you know, it could be a temporary buy. could also be a buy that um, is a bit of a keep in, in terms of if he stays in the side um, for the rest of the season. And then obviously for Marzu, I got Joseph Martin. And, when jo- and I think Jared Croker, again, you know, not only a temporary buy, but he also freed up some cash for Joseph Manu. Uh, and I think that I'll be keeping him for a long, long time. I think the goal over the next few weeks for NRL Fantasy, though, is I need a winger for my reserves and a starting winger as well. So that's going to be really hard to free up some cash there. Uh, But that is what I'm hoping for uh, to get a starting winger uh, in the reserves list. So, you know, if the Roosters do have a buy and I have to take Manu out of the team, I don't just have to leave him there. Um, you know, like I was probably going to do with Marsu going into this week, I can get someone else in. So, um, yeah, uh, I think that's the main goal for me, getting a starting outside back uh, on the bench for fantasy. But other than that, looking pretty good going into this week. The team for NRL fantasy going into this week sounds pretty good, but it has been, you know, very up and down in terms of the form of this side. Uh, Reese Walsh is at fullback. Manu and Perham are on the wings. Hayes Perham, that is, are on the wings. And Perham, fuck, he's been ordinary for me a little bit for fantasy. He's been very up and down. Paul Alamotti, I'm still waiting on him to absolutely explode for fantasy. I think that he can do it. Um, you know, having Addo Carr out is really, really uh, concerning in term- for you know, Alamotti owners, people that own Alamotti uh, going into this year. Not having Adokar there, they're not really going down that side as much, so it is a bit concerning. Hamaso Tabuai Fado as well for a fullback. I mean, you know, I thought that he was a snag as well coming into this team for fantasy, but, um, you know, again, very, very 50-50 there in terms of his form. Uh, Nathan Cleary didn't have the best game, obviously, uh, against the West Tigers, so he sort of slumped there at captain, but I am keeping him at captain this week. Nico Hines, vice captain. Uh, that could change. You know, if I shit myself on Thursday and think, fuck, I need to get some extra points in this team and I swap it over to Nico Hines. But at the moment, it's a hold on Nathan Cleary at captain. 
I've got Jackson Ford and Teg Wilton uh, in the back row. Teg Wilton has been fucking sensational for me over the past few weeks that I've had him. Uh, Junior Boldo, Cameron Murray, and Blake Laurie in the front row. It's a very expensive front row there, but worth it. Uh, and Reed Marnie is at nine. The bench is Corey Pakes, Isaiah Katoa, Scott Sorensen, Jared Croker. Extended bench is Jacob Host, Franklin Pello, who's injured at the moment. Valence Taware, I'm hearing, could potentially make his debut this week. Uh, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, and Sua Wong, Joshua Wong, uh, as some people call him as well, in the reserves there. I'm still confident he'll make his debut at some point during this season, maybe around that origin period. Uh, but he is a guy that I'm holding there in the emerging side. Uh, as for Supercoach, in terms of the guys that I've traded for Supercoach, it is just Chance Nickel Klockstad, obviously. Uh, you know, he does come back this week, but... Again, I've seen another another opportunity to get a cash cow here, and that is Herbie Farnworth. I wanted Herbie Farnworth. Uh, you know, he's been playing some great footy at the moment. He has got a pretty decent average for Supercoach, uh, and I thought, you know, why not get Herbie Farnworth into this team? Uh, so Herbie Farnworth is in for me for Supercoach. And the Supercoach side, sorry, since there's only one trade, looks very similar to how it did last week. Uh, the fullback is Reese Walsh. Uh, the wing centres are Joseph Manu, Herbie Farnworth, Campbell Graham, and uh, Jermaine Asako. Campbell Graham is going to be my smokey there, my little cash cow. Loving Campbell Graham at the moment for Supercoach. 132 on the weekend, so he was a big part of the shit score, but he was a big part of it, so credit to him. Uh, Matt Burton... Uh, you know, hasn't been scoring too well over the past few weeks and still have plenty of trades for Supercoach. So he could be a trade over the next few weeks, depending on his form at halfback. Uh, Nathan Cleary had a shocker, but there's no way I'm trading him. Um, Jackson Ford and Karen Murray and Tom Gilbert are my second row forwards. It's a pretty solid second row forward combination there. Payne Haas, Christian Walsh are my front rowers. Reese Robson is at hooker. Uh, and then I've got Mitch Kenny and Lindsay Collins, Will Warbrick, uh, and Nico Hines in my reserves. It's the guys that are going to be getting me going to be getting me points, sorry, um, off the bench here uh, in this side. And then the extended bench, Franklin Pele, Ethan Bullimore, Bunty Olfa, uh, Trey Mooney, and then I've got Isaiah Katoa, Remus Smith, Braden Williami, and Jake Avarillo. And he might be a guy that I trade over the next few weeks to uh, Braden Williami, obviously to get some points into this team. And I was spewing I didn't have Jake Avarillo in the reserves because he was getting some pretty poor scores. So I was like, I'm not putting him uh, in the purple this week for Supercoach. I'll take him out uh, and put Will Warbrick in. Will Warbrick didn't play and Jake Averillo scored 95 points. So an absolute shocker by me. Uh, Could have got a higher score for this side, but you learn from your mistakes. And I'm going into this week pretty strong. And Jake Averillo might be someone I might chuck back in the reserves just quietly in those purple jumpers. But looking pretty good for Supercoach and NRL Fantasy going into this week, but the alarm bells are on to get some better scores and get some better scores in soon because I was in the top 5% to start the year and I've dropped off massively. So let's get back in the race for me. Uh, that's my goal for Supercoach, getting back in that race, getting over a 1,000 this week is going to be the goal. Um, you know, 
the minimum for me that I'd want is 950, just getting back into the swing of things as well. But hopefully we do sit around the over 1,000 mark for Supercoach this week. But there you go. That is the drawing board for Magic Round and Super Keen for this Magic Round as well. Hopefully, as I said, the Magic Round spell works on me and we get some beautiful scores for NRL Fantasy and for Supercoach. Well,